This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to disseminating the Torah and Mesorah of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky and his Rabbeim. Please consider donating at eshelpublications.com to help us continue our mission. Um, okay, um, so welcome everybody. Um, the uh, this year is dedicated by Rabbi Rubenfeld for the first lema of Chizkiyo Shmuel Yared, Be'eret Chizkiyo Matzel Yared Ben Miriam. Okay, and we're holding here in the first chelik, Perikayin Gimel. Now. This is smack in the middle, I guess, kind of in, in some of his more sweeping sheetas. Herak Ayin Bays, which we finished, speaks about an understanding of the world that is one total unit. Um, all the pieces are bits and piece parts of a um, bits and parts of like a, one organism interlocked together and so on. That, those are the things he spoke about nine days. Ein Gimel, he's going to present the proofs, uh, or I guess the the axioms of the so-called Medabrim, which is the sort of religious Muslim elements. These are people that are going to, even though the Rambam is probably in some ways closer to Nashkaf, obviously, than the others, but still he's um, he's going to, he disagrees with their approach and where they're coming from. And I think probably more so than philosophers. Bear in mind also that for everybody in, involved here, the Rambam, the philosophers, and the uh, Medabrim, which is sort of the dominant uh, I guess the religious teachers and Muslims, they are all, um, they all see, I guess the Ruchnius and the Gashmi is very together so that with the laws of physics, you're going to reach a point where you have to come on to some sort of Ruchnius and vice versa, something which is a little bit to us strange. It's not something that this is not the way we look at things today, but I could just understand that that's where he's coming from. Okay. So these Medabrim postulated certain things. Um, somewhat, um, each one presents things the way they presented, but they all come back to a dozen postulates. And all of these are muhrach. Um, if you want to come back to the the, the points about Akash Baruch's existence, his oneness, and etc. So he says, um, So first I will list these 12 Akdamas, and then I will explain them a little bit more. And the Rambam takes issue with many of these Akdamas, and believes them to be not true. And, and this is the Rambam Shute Shita, that 
um, things that, that even if the guy is from, even if he holds like him, possibly in some ways more, still, if he doesn't like the things, if he doesn't like what it's built on, it's not going to work. Hakdomer Yishayna. The first postulate is Lekayim Etzim Hapirdi. So this was an old, um, this was an old uh, question in physics as well about the world being consisting of discrete units or continuous. That's a, a simple marshal. Um, if you have a salt shaker, so the salt can't pour out like one, you know, one uh, stream of salt, but each salt grain stands by itself. So if you keep on sort of spreading it apart and apart and apart, you can end up with individual grains of salt, and that's it. At some point, in other words, you can't, the, the teaspoon you have of salt can be divided to half a teaspoon, a quarter of a teaspoon, an eighth of a teaspoon, and so on, but you get to a point where it's not divisible. Uh, I'm talking about the, the way we see it, just as a muscle. Uh, you probably could put salt in the grinder, but at least I, I just use it as a muscle. On the other hand, if you have something like a cake, you can keep cutting it and cutting it and cutting it and dividing it. And uh, again, it doesn't, doesn't seem to us as if there's any point at which you can, you, you, you can stop dividing it. So, so, so there was two perspectives on how the world, um, what's, what's the real nature of material? Is it um, an infinite, um, um, is it stuff? So that means it's like the world consists of stuff and you can, um, and, and, and you can just keep slicing it. So any item in the world you'll keep slicing and as long as you have a knife sharp enough, you can go forever. There's no reason why you can't keep slicing. Or the world is made up of discrete units. And at some point you can't get less than that. So um, that was called the, the atomists. An atom, way before we knew what an atom was, it meant that there are discrete units and that's it. Um, the way we understand is today is that, well, an atom is the smallest unit of a, um, the smallest unit of, a, whatchamacallit, of, of, of material that still has the qualities of material you can split the atom and get pieces and bits. But today we have a smaller unit, which we feel is, um, is it. And part of the revolution of quantum mechanics, the, the word quantum, it means whereas radiation of energy was seen as continuous, um, the quantum said, no, there is, it has to come in distinct units and that produced that that was a, a revolutionary way of thinking about things so they believe that the world is made up of of units each one extremely small but that's what it's made up of two hakdama shenis mitzius hereikos that there are it is possible to have something that has no, uh, nothing in it, a vacuum. Now let's just think a minute about it. Um, when a person has a, if the world is made of stuff and you just keep slicing it, 
So um, it, it, you keep slicing it. You can't, you, you, what do you mean, where, where's their vacuum? The world is, is, you know, is just, if it's made of discrete units, that means that there's a vacuum because at some point you, you left, you, you, that's it, from, from, from grain of salt to grain of salt, there's nothing there. Time is consists of also discrete units, which are, um, which can, uh, it, it's, it's discrete units, which also at some point you can't get less than, than a particular instance of time. Um, that you have things that are um, things that exist and characteristics that are attached to it and so so many of the things um, living dying and so on are various um, various external entities that attach themselves to the thing itself. Five. Now this is um, a uh, interesting point. So everything that, that it, the world consists of atzomim and mikrim, meaning things, so let's, let's simplify it, you have wood. Wood can be chopped, wood can be colored, can be painted, wood can be shaped, wood can be burnt, and so on. All of these different inyanim are things that um, that um, are in the uh, are inherent. They are potential inherent in the thing itself. So that means that the the woods burning, the woods uh, whatever whatever happens to the wood is a potential that's already. Um, in the wood, and uh, it's it's almost in there, and 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 it's going to have to be. Now, it's wood will have to rot, wood will have to turn colors, and so on. Hakdoma shishis shamikroloyamid shneizmanim. Now, this already goes much closer to the um, to the heart of a lot of the things that that they're going to be driving about. Um, let's take the example again. You have wood, and this wood has been um, painted brown. So I don't look at the brown as being what the wood has become, because the wood itself is wood. Rather, I look at the 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 brown pigment, a stain that I put onto wood, as coming, um, as, as becoming again part of the wood, 
again part of the wood, and again part of the wood. Now, uh, this is all kind of a very from thing. These, these, um, the, these medabrim feel that God is always making it remain attached. Um, let's follow a second, just to train a thought. Wood is wood. And when you color wood brown, the wood does not become brown, but rather the brown is attached to the wood. Now, the, 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 this, this can't be a forever because it's not really part of it. So every minute that it continues to be part of it, it's because there's something binding it still, something holding it onto it, and so on. Um, Ready, can, I, can I interrupt for a second? I'm, it was set up originally as a webinar, so I'm yeah. going to promote everyone to a panelist. And so it will be kind of the same uh, way you'll be able to see everyone. So I'm going to do that now. So anyone uh, just letting everyone know, I'm sorry. The difference is a webinar is one big thing. And now it's going to be discrete different units. So he's in, 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 in keeping with the ruach of the, of the thing, we're now becoming discrete elements. Okay. I've, whatever, whatever it is, it makes, it makes a difference. Okay. Ha'akdoma um, ha'shviyas. Shedin haknius din haadoram. Um, the shame kula mikrim and soim sichim the fall. Now, this is, um, an even I guess stranger axiom. So, the first axiom is that in order to have things, you need to, um, so, so. Anything you're adding to an etzim requires something to keep it um, attached to it, so to speak. He says that the truth is the opposite is also true. Anytime something is lacking, it requires it to continually, something has to keep denying it. Le Marshall, um, uh, just like light requires a constant, so, so when I have a light shining on this table, it requires a constant application of the light to the table. So to the opposite, that removing the, the, the light darkness also requires a continuous denial. There's a famous Goyen, which again, it's, it's misunderstood a little bit, where the Goyen says that Chayshech is a Bria, um, not a header. They're saying also that any, any type of situation which something is missing unnaturally requires a constant, um, a, 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 a constant uh, denier of it, so to speak. Now, let, let, let's all explain just, just with the big picture is it's, it's going to require, it, it means there are no properties inherent in the world except everything needs God constantly to keep everything together. That's sort of the, going to be, whereas in, in Perakai Bay's he, he saw the world as an organic whole and, and, and as integrated. 
um, as uh, you know, as a body, with some exceptions, the way you said it. Here, this is a very different vision. Everything is separate, and and obviously they're leaving these tremendous gaps because all these axioms, if you put them together, don't give you a very viable world. So at the end of the day, you're going to need to have um, a, a, a God in the picture, and he disagrees with it. He disagrees with their reasoning. But I'll go upon him. These are the, the points. Um, so he said, the the. Everything in the world is etzim and mikra. mikra. Now, um, let's use again a marshal. Um, when you have the wood, and we have, so we have the wood. And we have all of the different, um, ev- all of the different incidental events that can happen to the wood, brown, this, that, and so on. Now, he he says we have a sense of atsurativis, meaning wood is brown, fl- somewhat flexible, somewhat hard, um, and flammable, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And we call that the tzura of it. So there are certain, so for instance, we, we distinguish between certain properties that are the inherent properties of wood, metal, whatever it is, and certain things that are mikra. And they don't. So he says, everything splits between etzim and mikra. And all this whole tzura tivis is also mikra, meaning there is inherently no, um, whereas we look at certain properties of, for instance, let's, let's take something that we're familiar with. You have an atom. A sulfur atom has certain properties to it. It looks a certain way. It has a certain color. Sulfur has a certain natural color, a certain natural smell, a certain natural feel. And we, we, we ascribe this to the basic um, properties of sulfur. They say no. They say that sulfur is, is just pure sulfur and it, there are properties added onto it that are not of itself, but something else constantly coloring it yellow, giving it a smell, and so on. Shamikrim lo yisuk tsosam et tsosam. Um, the the, uh, the the you don't have a mikra on top of another mikra. All mikrim have to attach themselves to the etzim. Um, and you will see why why they need this point. Hakdama siris sheha efshol yibochin behaskim zeh hametzius latzirahu. Um, the the um, this is an extraordinary point that they make. Anything that is imaginably possible is possible, despite um, it, the reality not being like that. Now, 
let's talk a little bit about this. This was actually used many, many centuries later by some um, other thinkers along the lines of, if I can imagine something, it means that its existence is possible, whether or not in fact it exists. So for instance, let's take something very silly. If we can picture flying saucers flying through space, that means that somewhere along the line, it's possible, it is possible. It's just that no one has built it yet. Um, this is uh, one of the quote-unquote proofs that was used about God. If we can pick, if we can imagine God, then God must exist. Um, so therefore, they say the test of something that's possible or impossible is not whether or not we find it. So let's take an example. No one can picture that two and two equals five. No one can picture that two things can exist at the same time in the same place. So, so if we can't, the impossibility lies that it's impossible to conjure it. So it's, it, 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 that means that its existence is impossible because there's no way we can put together that picture. Masha'en came a flying saucer, so maybe we don't have material that's good enough for it yet. Maybe we don't have um, uh, an engine strong enough, but it's not impossible. Now, again, a lot, a lot I mean, we, we don't, we don't think these things today, but I, I want to flesh that out a little bit and try to explain what it means. Um, bear in mind, the, the, the only experimental tool that they had was their mind. Much, much cheaper than having laboratories and, and research places and so on and so forth. All you need is a comfortable chair, maybe a hooker, and, and you're good to go. So, so now, um, we, I ask myself, how do I define things that are impossible? So I say like this, my mind consists of a, a sort of um, a rational part, so to speak, which is, which figures out things how to. So I can figure out how to make a table, take a piece of wood, put another piece of wood under it, glue it, nail it, and so on. So that's a, a, a mind, that mind is sort of let's let's figures out the mechanics of things. But down deep, I've developed axioms, and those axioms are things that I understand that the etzim, that's the way it is. So numbers that two and two equals four, to me, is a metzias, and there's no way I can picture two and two equals five. There's no way I can picture that, that a person can be in two places at the same time. I can't picture it. So that means that my mind is tafits it as an impossible. Whether I can explain in words why or not, but taking the mind as being the best cliff, understanding it. So the things I determine to be impossible are those things that I can't picture. Those things that um, I can picture, but 
I have no clue how to make it, I, I can't call that impossible because I'm not Tafis that is impossible. That's sort of the rationale, that's sort of the, the understanding, this understanding. The possibility of something is not determined by whether or not reality matches up with it. So I don't see anything in the world that flies at the speed that a flying saucer needs to fly. I don't see anything in the world that, that you know, flies without refueling or whatever. Those are all things that are, um, they happen not to, to be around, but it's, 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 um, it's not something that I can determine as being impossible. Hakdama Chadasrei. She'ed hafrish b'shikros. And let's, and let's take, uh, let, let's, let, let's, again, let's use something that we, we are familiar with and so on. Um, a person comes to the patent office with a patent. He has a, a, a spaceship that, um, that can go uh, such and such a speed and so on and so forth. The, the patent office will consider it. Um, they may, you know, taking a five-minute look at it, they may say it's not workable, but they consider it. If somebody comes to the patent office with a perpetual motion machine, then he's rejected without without even looking at it, because a very a, a rocket that's that can go around the world in a second is improbable, but it's not impossible. Um, uh, a perpetual motion machine is impossible. What type is it impossible? Hakdama Harasei She'ein Hefrish B'Shikros She'ein Hefrish B'Shikros Ma She'ein Tachlis Loi Bein She'e Bepoyol O'y Bekoyach O'y Bemikra V'etsoyin Eloyma She'ein Hefrish so he says um, the 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 um, things that we consider um, I guess infinite the the um, the the the, the um, any type of infinite progression of things, any type of infinite amount of of um, it belongs to the category of impossible. I'll touch the words. Are you familiar with the words? Shein hefish b'shikrus. There is no difference in in the, in the falsity of masha ain't tachlis loy. Ain't tachlis means something that is not finite. Something has no boundaries. Infinite can't exist in any type of form or shape or whatever it is. So, so anytime some argument will lead to an infinite amount of something, that is impossibility. Now, in some way, this is true um, today as well. It, 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 certain equations that if you, um, certain equations, if they lead to infinite, they're deemed to be impossibilities, not true. 
Um, this was one of the things, again, this, this actually led to quantum mechanics. This was, in other words, it, it, it's, it, you can't, it, something that will produce an infinite amount of something is, is, an, is an impossibility. Um, the, um, and, and, you know, they're, they're coming from a different angle, they're going in a different place with it, but that's what it means. Hakdama Shtemesre, fine, the twelfth one, the last one. He Amram Shahushim Yachtiu Vibotsemem Habimimusugehem, Mimusgehem. Voloze in the maidemem din, Voloyelokhu Muchlotim Ascholus Moifis. The senses. Uh, of a person are very fallible and therefore and you ha you're missing they miss out on a lot and therefore you can't actually um, learn anything substantial from them or better said you can't take any of what they feed you as being basic now this is something that is certainly something that we we um, we uh, ascribe to, um, very little um, atoms are not visible. Um, you know, the solids to us look solid instead of being really atoms that are connected with some force and so on and so forth. A lot of what we understand today to be real is not real. Um, is is it, now it, the difference is though at the end everything does has to come back to something that is um, does come back to the senses so the marshal um, we, we don't uh, no one ever saw an atom but I can see the the I can see the results of the world being made of atoms. I can look at the things around me and keep on showing and proving that it must have atoms, it must have this, must have that. And, but it, this, it, it, so no one accepts the sense of face value. If we look at the world around us, the sun, it rises and sets. Um, so that's not the way we understand it today. It's, so so the, 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 our sense, our physical senses are not um, the ultimate arbiter of true and false. The um, so let's go back to, to them to the to, to, to the medabrim. They also, at the end of the day, if a person had no senses whatsoever, there's nothing he could think about. You can't sit and 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 in an armchair with uh, and and contemplate. If you have, if, if let's say a person never saw, heard, tasted, felt anything, then, then all the contemplations in the world are worth nothing. He, he couldn't contemplate, it's not worth nothing, he couldn't. So you also have certain items that you, you understand and you think about it. But his point is that the ideas you come up with after contemplating are a much better approximation of reality than, um, than just what your senses saw at first glance which is more similar than one would expect. So the only difference is today, we always keep feeding things back into the world of experiment. 
um, science, science also works that. You see different phenomena, you, you make different hypotheses, you then, um, so as far as the Greeks were concerned, that was good enough. If, if the smart people thought things through and they came up with certain hypotheses, that was truth. Um, today, we, we feed that back again into the Metzias and, and, and see if it's true or not. But, but the Edson Mahalach itself, in, in a certain way, is, is not as far off as one would think it would be. So, these are the 12 fundamental approaches of these Mutkalmen. I'm sorry, of, of the Madabrim. These are all um, going to be part of their proofs and understanding that the world itself has no Metsias that is, could exist. In other words, that you need to have a Kodesh Baruch Hu, the Etzim, part of the world, continuously, without which it's impossible. I want, I, want, I want to explain the difference between our understanding and their understanding. Ram Sof will say it. We also say but it's very, very different than, than what they're saying. They're saying almost this, as if there's no nature there is nothing in the world, there's no system that is self, uh, what's the right word for it, that has its self-contained. You, you can't see it that way. You, 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 the, we understand that the world is self-contained, but that is a rutzen of Hashem. In other words, it is perfectly, it, it, the, looking around the world, we see a finished self-contained product that exists only because Hashem wants it to exist. And um, we'll speak about it more as we continue. They're a very, this is a very, it's a very Muslim thing, kind of super from, but what happens is there's no belief in Bechira. It's, it's a, it's, um, everything is only Hashem and all Hashem and therefore um, we, we're scot-free, and whatever we do is Ratz Hashem. That's when you extend it. So, so this is this is these these were axioms they put down. The Rambam will describe these axioms, and in in greater detail, in much greater detail. And he's going to slug them up and explain why this, these are not true. Um, okay, so this is I give is quite a hefty. Eric, it's even though we're we're two prokim away from the end of the first halik, but these these prokim are, are quite hefty. Okay.